Oh, thank you. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, it's just great to be here this morning with you guys. Um, I'm getting older, but you're getting younger. All these people are all looking so young. And, uh, oh, and what a joy to be here for this dedication service of, of Lois. And we prayed a blessing on her. And uh, I'm into blessing. I, 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 I just enjoy the blessing. I'm constantly overwhelmed. You know, as I get older, I'm constantly overwhelmed by how good God has been to me. You know, here I am, and, you know, I'm, I, I, I can't ever remember having a headache for the last 30 years or so. And uh, my knees are going a bit, but, and, and, and my feet are in a hopeless state. <laughs> but apart from that, you know, I'm fantastic. And, and, you know, when I look at other people and they're battling sickness and battling, um, you know, stuff that is really hard going... I'm just saying, Lord, I'm so grateful to you because I can only speak out of what I've experienced myself. I can only speak out of what I know and I can only testify what God's done for me. And, uh, and so when, when Pastor Eric rang and said, hey, we've got, a, we've got a dedication service, so you've not got to be long-winded. You've got to finish real early. Uh, so when I sing a song at the end of this talk... You'll know I finished. Uh, and so, so I thought, well, well, what does, you know, here's Scott and Christy and little Lois and their lovely family here. And, you know, I'm thinking, what do, what do they kind of picture as being God's blessing? What is God's blessing? What does it look like, God's blessing? You know, pastor just prayed, God, will you bless Lois? Is that, is that the blessing? Is that it? You know, that's the blessing, just... Not just, I mean, that was a great prayer. I don't mean just, but, but you know, is, is that it? And I've just come, Margaret and I have just come from Asia. And we've been involved in uh, ministry with Chinese people for a long time. We've got a real oriental culture. And so I thought I'd bring a blessing to Scott and Christy and uh, little Lois. In, in Chinese culture, you never buy gifts. You always give money, right from being a kid, and, and you give it in this little red packet. And on this little red packet, it's got a Chinese character that means good success and prosperity. And, uh, and she's looking at this red packet. <laughs> You've got your eyes on it already. <laughs> because in a Chinese culture, it's not enough just to say, oh, well, bless you, you know, and, and on your way. It, there's got to be some tangible evidence of it. So I've written you guys a letter in here. I was sat in Doncaster on Friday while my wife's shopping. And, because uh, I don't like shopping. Um, and uh, I thought, I'm going to talk about the blessing of God coming on this little girl. And uh, I thought, I'm going to write you a letter. So I've written a letter, Dear Parents, it's inside here, along with a little gift for Lois. I don't get too excited, you know, it's not millions of dollars or anything like that, you know. But it is something 
that you can open a bank account with for this little girl that is going to bless her in days that are yet to come. But it, it, it's a practical, tangible way of, you know, of expressing God's blessing. You know, I've got, I got one of those red packets. When, I, when I've just been to Malaysia to, uh, to preach, after I'd preached, they gave me this red packet. Oh, I got really excited. I couldn't get, off, I couldn't get home quick enough to see what was in it, you know. <laughs> so this is a little bit of what we got in our red packet, handed over to you to continue the blessing going. So it goes from one to another like that. It doesn't stop with me. It's now with Lois and Scott and Christy. And, and it's going to go on from them as well. It doesn't stop with them. It's a continuous thing. And, and as I was, you know, thinking about, well, what do, I, what do you speak about? I, I came across this guy in the Old Testament. I know I'm, I can't go down there. Can I cause no, does it matter if anybody doesn't see me? I don't think so, does it? <laughs> they said, don't, you've got to, you can't go down on there, down here, because they can't see you. Can anybody not see me? Right. <laughs> I found this, I found this man in the Old Testament. He's, a, he's in the midst of a long line of, of all these names of so-and-so begot so-and-so. And then he had that, and he had this son, he had, and there's four chapters of the, of these jolly names. That if you've got, if you read through the Bible, when you get there, you think, oh, I can't be bothered reading all that, you know. So you turn over till you get to the end of the list. But if you did, you'd miss this little fella here. Well, I don't know about little, I don't know how big he was, but, but his name was Jabez. And it's in 1 Chronicles chapter 4, and I've written this verse in the letter to you. And I've put these verses in, so you've got a little record. Yes, Lois, you're not going to be like this man. Because this man's name, Jabez, means to cause pain. Fancy calling. What, what kind of a mother is it that would give a son a name that means you cause me pain? Now, I mean, I've never had a baby, but praise God. <laughs> But I think if men had to have babies, there wouldn't be anybody born. <laughs> I'm amazed that women go in for it a second time, <laughs> even. And my wife went in for it four times. She loved the babies more than she loved me. That's really what it was about. <laughs> uh, no, no, no. I can say anything I like because she's not here today. Oh, I said to her, Margo, I'm glad you're sick. Oh, no, I didn't say I'm glad you're sick. I said, oh, you won't cramp my style this morning. I can say what I like. But here's Jabez, and let me read to you what he says. Now Jabez was more honorable than his brothers. And his mother called him named James Jabez, saying, Because I bore him in pain. What mother doesn't bear her baby in pain? And Jabez called on the God of Israel, saying, Oh, that you would bless me indeed. And enlarge my territory, that your hand would be with me, and that you would keep me from evil, that I may not cause pain. 
It's as if he's saying, I may have been a pain in the neck to my mother, which I was reminded of it every day of my life. You who caused pain, come and get your breakfast. <laughs> you who caused me pain, come and get ready for school. You who caused me pain, you who caused me... Every time she said his name, it was you who caused me pain. He never was allowed to forget it. This little girl's got a head start on this fella. She's loved, she's got a name, Lois. And Sky, ooh, Lois, the sky's the limit for you. Ooh, the sky's the limit. Oh, you look at, don't you? And the potential of these little, little nippers. So... He says, uh, keep me from me so I may not cause pain. So he says here, so God granted him what he requested. Now, I've never read that anywhere else in the Bible. And I say to myself, well, did God just grant it to him then? You know, I mean, how do you, how do you get this kind of prayer granted? It doesn't happen to me. You don't just enlarge your borders tomorrow and that's it you know you don't just get a big farm tomorrow and that's it it takes time for it to happen so this was a lifelong thing and you guys are at the beginning of a lifelong thing that God is going to bless you and enlarge your borders and he's going to give you a lovely big farm well maybe not a farm but but you know he's, you, you, you're not going to stay the way you are you're going to you're going to expand I don't mean with another baby necessarily. But you're going, you're going to multiply in goods and in everything else because that is God's will. He wants to bless us. And so I thought, here's three things. Number one, pray a prayer like this that God wants to answer. We know he wants to answer it because he did. <laughs> so let's pray a prayer like this that God wants to answer for little Lois. Grandma and granddad, pray a prayer like this for little Lois. You can, you can go and get your own Bible and look at it in 1 Chronicles chapter 4, verses 9 and 10. Oh, this is our little Lois, you'll say. Hey, this is what God's going to do for our little Lois. And Christy's mum and dad, you'll, you'll go and get it as well, say. Because it's not just the blessing of God. It says in Proverbs 10, it makes rich. And he adds no sorrow with it at all. Oh. And, I, and I'm a testimony to this. Mind you, I am a bit kind of, I, I do, I'm a bit of an optimist. So I don't remember all the rotten stuff. I only remember the good stuff. But there has been a bit of rotten stuff. But I tell you what, even the rotten stuff is better when you've got God on your side. And you can get you can handle it. You can go through it. You can do something with it. And so, and so, Scott and Christy, pray this prayer. Pray a prayer that God like this, that God wants to answer. Okay, these are my notes. I wrote them in that. I'm a nice writer, aren't I? <laughs> I might give you this. No, I won't give it to you. I'll photocopy it if you want me to. So here's, here's what you've got to pray. And this is how Jabez was. It says he, he, he was... It says he was more honorable than his brothers and sisters. And I looked at what honorable meant. Well, 
you actually don't have to be all that crash up to be more honorable. Do you know my son just got a $500 bonus? He'd only worked for this guy for two weeks. He got a five, and his boss said, don't tell anybody else I'm giving you this. This is just between me and you. Just for getting there at seven o'clock every morning. Just for getting there. The other guys on the site were so slack, you know, they're calling, oh, I'm not well today, I'm having a sickie. Or, or, you know, they don't rock up, or they've had a booze up the night before, you know, and they've got a thick head, and, oh, you know, I'll come in a bit later, and all that kind of He was just there two weeks and rocked up at 7 o'clock and his boss came. He said, I want you to stay on this job. You know, you don't have to be some great world shaker. You've just got to do the right thing by everybody. And you'll stand out from the crowd. You will. You'll stand out. You you won't have to work at it. Oh, and, and I think that's fantastic. He took the initiative to call on the name of the Lord. Because what that does, it it acknowledges, like Pastor Christian has acknowledged, oh Jesus, help me with these four kids that he's got. Not to mention Caroline, of course. Or maybe it's the other way around. (laughs) I mean, it must be like a military operation just getting out of the house in in their house. And then Caroline's got to look after this fella as well, keep him happy. And, you know, and... You know, uh, you've acknowledged your need of Jesus. And that's, that's what this guy did. He called on the name of the Lord. He just said, Lord, I, I just need you. And you know, when you include God into the scheme of things in your life, things begin to happen. It's fantastic. It really works. And so, so that's that bit about... Uh, what is it? What's the heading? Oh yeah, pray a prayer that God wants to answer. Here's number two. Number two is in Psalm chapter one. And it's develop a pattern of life that will make this a reality. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, make it a reality. You've got to develop a pattern of life. That's it. What is it the first thing babies do? They start walking. One foot in front of the other like that. And all you've got to do is start to develop a walk with God. Just like that. You know, you don't have to be smart. You don't have to be some superhero. All he just says is, follow me. And not, not get in 100-yard dash No, but just follow me. Just walk. Walk in the spirit. And you won't fulfill the lust of the flesh. So so it's walking. But yeah, I know it's wonderful, isn't it? She's getting so excited about this. You're getting ready to walk any minute now. In, In Psalm 1 it says, Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly. Some things you've got to say no to. Let's teach little Lois who to say no to. Some things you've got to say no to. In fact, some men you've got to say no to as well. 
And sometimes, Dad, you're the one that's going to tell him, hey, clear off, mate. You know, this girl's going to have somebody better than you. You know, when they come knocking on your door, this is your little princess now. Oh, boy. (laughs) You're destined for greatness, you are. Because you've got a dad that wants to look after you. And he wants to guard you. And he wants to protect you. And he wants to see that you get the very, very best in life. Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the way of sinners, nor sits in the seat of a scornful, you know, these miserable old crows that can never say anything nice or good. They're criticizing, they're moaning, like you read on that piece of paper. Yeah, if you're going to be criticizing and moaning and scornful, sitting in the seat of the scornful, you get like them. This little girl isn't going to get like them. God help her. No way. And if any miserable old crows come, tell them to clear off. (laughs) Don't tell me you've got a miserable old crow in the family. (laughs) Brother, I don't believe it. I don't believe it. Look at I agree. You look so nice. You look lovely and wonderful. And you look like the answer to every maiden's prayer. (laughs) So then also, you've got to get a value system that works. You've got to get, you've got to get planted. He said it shall be planted by, by rivers of waters. You're going to be fruitful. Fruitful, why? Just so I can amass things to myself so I can get a bigger house a better car a bigger this a bigger that no you're going to get fruitful so you can give to somebody else like I've done this morning with you guys I you know God's been blessed me so I'm thinking right I've got to find a way to bless somebody else now because it says in Luke chapter 5 and verse 38 if you give it will be given to you Good measure, pressed down, (laughs) shaken together, (laughs) and running over, listen to this, shall men deliver into your lap. (laughs) Your lap. That's, you know, some preachers say, oh, it's when you get to heaven, you know, your reward's in heaven. You're going to get it in your lap now. Here and now in this world, 1 Timothy chapter 4 and verse 8 says, and I'm glad about this scripture, bodily exercise profits little. (laughs) You see, well, it's not as bad as me. (laughs) I mean, hey, I'm sorry, guys, I'm over here. I'm, I'm including you in all this, you know, over there. I mean, I'm at a stage in life when everything that should be up here is down here, you know. But, but no, because it's put it into your lap. Not just when you get to heaven, but now. For with the same measure that you give, that's how it's going to be measured to you again. You can't lose. And I'm 74 now, and I gave my life to Jesus when I was 18. And I can tell you, It absolutely works. I've road tested it. I've road tested it now. This is not, 
I, I, I couldn't care too. It was about theology. Theolo- <laughs> I was going to say theology. Theology, but I do, I do like theology because that's the knowledge of God. But I don't like just theoretical Christianity. I want something where the rubber hits the road. I want something where it's going to work for me now. As well as, and this is what it says in 1 Timothy 4 8 that bodily exercise profits little, but godliness is profitable to all things. Having the promise. Lois, of the life that now is in you and in me and in your grandmas and granddads, the promise of the life that now is and in your mum and in your dad, as well as that which is yet to come. So I've got the promise, I've got the best of this world and I've got the best of the life of the world to come. Hallelujah. I can't lose. Oh, isn't it wonderful? And I've got my last point. Oh, no, I've not. I've got to say something first. Somebody, I think it was Eric, sent me this email, Pastor Eric. He sent me all these emails. And honestly, some of them I don't pass on. (laughs) He's so so liberated, this guy, you know. I'm thinking, well... well, I thought he was really holy, you know. But, <laughs> but, and I, I think he sent me this. It's called We Are Blessed. Listen to this. If you have food in the refrigerator, clothes on your back, a roof overhead, and a place to sleep, you are richer than 75% of this world's population. Think about that. Don't let anybody go out of here saying, I'm not blessed. Don't let anybody. I don't care how tough you might be having it. You're not like that. If you get this on your own computer, you're part of the 1% in the world that has the opportunity to do it. If you have a passport and travel to another country, you're part of the 2% of the world who have that privilege. If you woke up this morning with more health than illness, you're more blessed than the many who will not even survive this day. If you have never experienced the fear of battle, the loneliness of imprisonment, the agony of torture, or the pangs of starvation, you are ahead of 700 million people in the world. If your parents are still alive and still married, you're very rare. You're even rarer if they're still married to the same person. But if you can hold your head up and smile, you are not the norm. You are unique to all those who at present today are in doubt and despair. Now I'm going to sing, whether you like it or not. I'm trying to remember what I'm singing. <laughs> Something to do. I can't, I'm having a seniors moment. <laughs> I wrote it at the bottom of my notes here. What is it? Oh, yeah. You are blessed. You are blessed. 
Every day of your life you are blessed. When you wake up in the morning and you lay your head to rest, you are blessed. You are blessed. You are blessed every day of your life. You are blessed when you wake up in the morning and you lay your head to rest. You are blessed. You are blessed. Father, bless this family. Bless this little girl not just with platitudes and words, but with the reality of who you are for the rest of her life, with the reality of what you can do for her family for the rest of their lives. And let your name be glorified and exalted. I ask it in Jesus' name. Amen.